Welcome to Lifestyle Solopreneur, the community for entrepreneurs who put lifestyle first. Join your host, Flavia Barris, as she interviews successful lifestyle solopreneurs and shares ideas to help you find the perfect balance between lifestyle, business, and self. Flavia is an attorney, marketing expert, and founder of several online academies. She's been featured in major media, including BBC World News, The Wall Street Journal, the New York Post, ESPN Television, and more. Join us for this episode of Lifestyle Solopreneur. Hey, Lifestyle Solopreneurs. Today, we get to speak with Brad Chandler. He first got introduced to real estate when he read a book in ninth grade on how to buy houses, and he later founded Express Homebuyers in 2002. But he is not all about real estate anymore. After 4,000 homes sold, the company mostly runs itself, allowing him to focus on coaching. In 2021, he underwent a major life transformation, and that's when he launched Brad Chandler Coaching in 2022. Welcome to the show, Brad. Oh, thanks for having me. So it's fairly new. I mean, 2022, that's about a year ago. So I, I'm very curious how you went from real estate to coaching. Tell us a little bit about that journey. Yeah, it was not planned. I can tell you that. I started coaching back in 2017 and I had Brad Chandler coaching and it was teaching real estate entrepreneurs how to get freedom. I thought you got freedom back then through money. So I was teaching people make a lot of money, have freedom and happiness. Well, how everything changed was about three years ago, trying to get my son help for anxiety. I was on a Zoom call with a performance coach and she's like, you know, you have a tick. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, you blink profusely when you talk about your childhood. You may have some childhood programming issues that are affecting your son's anxiety. And I'm like, I'm thinking, I don't have anything to do with my son's anxiety, but sure, I'll do whatever you say. So she's like, do you want to come out for a weekend in Park City and work with my husband and I? And I said, sure. And Flavia, in that weekend, literally in three hours, my life completely changed. We went back to my childhood. We figured out the stressful times. We figured out the stories that I told myself and the meanings that I placed on the things that happened to me. And then we, then I realized that all of that was an untruth. It was just a coping mechanism. When, and when I came home from that excursion, from that deep transformation, I looked around and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I just figured out the secret to happiness. And when I look at all of these people in my life who are struggling, it's the same exact reason they're struggling. So I was like, I've got to give this gift to others and I literally, so the journey, I started the company a year and a half ago, but almost three years ago, I started like helping people and, and studying under some of what I think are some of the best people in the world. And so here I am to, I wake up every day and get to do exactly what I love to do and what my purpose is. And that's help people who are struggling with working too much or anxiety or depression or eating too much or addiction, just getting them to see that the underlying cause of that are just some, some, some untrue thoughts that were, that were programmed into them in childhood. And I know we've talked a little bit about workaholism, right? As a concept, as something that's really a challenge for so many. And workaholism, I mean, it, it's really kind of the opposite of happiness. When someone is overworked, it's really hard to find that kind of spiritual space where you can just enjoy life. So tell me a little bit about your own thoughts on workaholism and sort of yeah. how you help yeah. people not do that. Yeah, I mean, it's no different than being an alcoholic or uh, a marijuana addict. It is destructive in its own way. If you're working all the time, you can't keep, take care of yourself. And you certainly, who can work 80 or 100 hours a week and maintain really solid, deep connections with their spouse or their kids? It's, it's nearly impossible. 
So what I found out over these last two, three years doing all this research and helping clients is that everything goes back to that childhood programming. Most workaholics to some degree lack self-esteem. And what they're doing is they're trying to prove something. And here's the thing. Most entrepreneurs, a lot of entrepreneurs get in business because they say, if I can only make this much money, I'll change my state and I'll be happy. But the thing is, is that when you don't feel enough, no amount of money can make you happy. So you just keep working from more and more and more. And if you don't believe that, just look at all the people like Michael Jackson and Prince and Amy Winehouse and, and Nirvana, their the, the Nirvana guy. They had, all, they had more money than they know to do with. And they're dead because of their addiction. So here's what you have to do. Here's, here's a really cool thing is you do the work and you overcome that childhood programming and you get to be happy today and fulfilled today and have your purpose today rather than waiting five or 10 years when you make $10 million. And the irony of it is that when you're happy and you're living your purpose, the chance of you making the money that you always wanted to make is exponentially higher than when you were trying to do it to prove your worth, if that makes sense. That does make sense. It makes a lot of sense. You know, and you work with so many different people who tends to be attracted to your programs and who do you end up helping? Is it a certain kind of person coming from a certain career or profession? Are you working still with a lot of people in real estate or are you kind of all over the board now and lots of different types of people and their paths and journeys? Because of my network and my, my I have a vast network and, and I've always maintained a good name in the real estate space and in the entrepreneur space, I've attracted a lot of real estate investors and entrepreneurs. However, I've served people from 21 years old to 63 years old, I think. Most of them entrepreneurs. But look, who I serve and, and who this could help, it's anyone who has any childhood programming issues. And if, you, if you're sitting there thinking, well, I don't... Because if, if, if I'd have heard this, Flavia, three years ago, you're, this show going on right now, I'd have been like, I'm turning this off because I don't have any childhood programming issues. Well, I was fooling myself. So I created this little 12-question quiz. It takes three minutes at bradchandler.com forward slash quiz. It will tell you your level of self-love, aka your level of self-esteem. So if you're struggling with any of the things I mentioned, like bad marriage or bad partnership or your business is in chaos or you drink too much, eat too much, anxiety, depression, go take this test because this little quiz, because the first step to change is you've got to be aware of what's driving the behavior that you want to change. So amazing. I mean, everyone's been a kid, right? Anyone you meet who's, you know, no longer in childhood, we all have childhood memories, but isn't it? odd that so many of those memories are forgotten. I find that's almost like a kind of gives me the willies in a way, like to think back, there were so many moments of life that we just don't remember because we lose those memories, you know, being a baby, being a toddler, we may have flashes here and there, but it's hard to really just fully remember everything that happened to you as a child. And you're saying that a lot of that, even if you don't consciously remember it, it's still there and could cause problems. So Give us some examples. What are some things you've seen? Obviously, no names and nothing specific because it's very personal stuff. But uh, what maybe there's some common childhood stories or childhood trauma that um, you see more often than others. Tell us about that because I find that super interesting. Yeah. Wow. You just asked some fabulous questions. So why is kids... Do most adults not remember their childhood? There's, only, there's really two reasons. One is that it was so painful that they blocked it out. And two, it was uneventful. It's very, very rare that I come across someone whose childhood was uneventful. So you mentioned not remembering them. 
you may not recall them, but your body remembers them. And, and how, do, how do you figure that out? Well, it's how do you respond to conflict? Can your wife or husband say something that completely triggers you and sets you off? If so, guess what? Number one, it's not your fault. Number two, that's your childhood programming. So what do I see more than anything? It's just simply that a child's needs weren't met. And what does that mean? It means that they couldn't have a safe space to voice their opinion, to share their emotions. Dr. Gabor Matei, one of the guys I work under, has like, he's like 70 something years old and he has spent 45 years helping people as an MD doctor. So he's seen everything, cancer, breast cancer, MS, Parkinson's, anxiety, depression. So all the way from mental illnesses to actual physical illnesses. And when he has, he's, I laughed last night as I read this chapter of the book because he said so many people come to him and they're like, we have a happy childhood. Kids have a harder time. They remember, they can forget the things that should have happened to them, but didn't happen to them. So he asked the question, when you felt bewildered, scared, lonely, bullied, who did you go to? Who was your safe person? Do you know that of the thousands of people he's asked that question to, not one single person said, I have a safe person? So that's basically it. That's what I see more than ever is not having that safe person that you can go. And, and why is that? Is it, is it like you, you have bad parents? No, your parents did the best they could. But guess what they experienced as a child? They experienced the same thing. So they had no idea. So as a parent, I think the greatest gift that you can give any child is to break this multi-generational curse that we're involved in. And how do you do that? You teach your child how to love themselves unconditionally. How can you as a parent teach a child how to love themselves unconditionally. If you don't, you can't, it's impossible. So if you, if your kid has behavioral problems, anxiety, depression, acts out in school, and you want to help your kid, help yourself do the work and reverse this childhood programming. I mean, that, that is so life-changing. It's, it's interesting that you, you coach people, but in some ways you're also coaching parents because like you said, the work that you do with somebody can trickle down for generations to come. And that must feel really good for you as someone that loves to serve and help others. It's better than any real estate deal I ever did, Flavia. I mean, it is. I got a text from a gentleman that said, thank you for changing my life and my kid's life. I was on a call 20 minutes before here, a group coaching called my clients. And the one guy is like, my 12-year-old son, our relationship in the last five weeks has transformed. He was like, I used to be mean to him. I was short with him. If he kicked the ball, you know, the wrong way, I'd get mad. He's like, I don't get mad at all. Like he, now where he expects me to get mad, he kind of looks at me like, oh, God, dad's not getting mad anymore. So absolutely, you can have a profound effect on not only yourself and your relationship and your business, but it's going to spill down to your kids. And then if you don't do the work and you lack self-love, there's no way that you're not affecting your kids. And who do you think they're going to go pair with? Someone who lacks self-love never goes and marries someone with extreme self-love. They're going to marry to their level. And then the same thing is going to happen. And when you look around the world, whether it's the, the Hamas bombing Israel, the war in Ukraine, our prisons being full, the obesity rate, the divorce rate, that 33% of an Americans are on an antidepressant, anti-anxiety. Why? Because they lack self-love. Why do they lack self-love? Because of the childhood programming where they came up with meanings to get them through these stressful times. Their mind did exactly what it should do as a six-year-old, but as a 46-year-old, it's destroying their health, their relationships, and their business. And do you think that living in a world that has technology so central to our everyday experience has technology made it easier or harder to get through life without these the buildup of trauma? 
I think it has exacerbated the lack of connection and everything that I'm talking about comes down to a lack of connection. So when you have these stressful times as a child, you disconnect from yourself because you can't be your real self. You can't be your authentic self because no one will listen to you and it's painful. So you disconnect. So we have a major problem with disconnection. Now, look, you and I aren't truly connected. I can't see you. I can't touch you. I can then go from here and I can order my dinner on Uber Eats. I never, I work from home now. I never was a fan of working from home. I love it. Like I don't really, I go all, I mean, I go to the gym every single day. I get out. But in general, you never have to leave your house. So absolutely, I think technology is... Um, but the flip side of that is technology is allowing me to help people all over the world. So it's a give and take. But I think for the most part, I think technology has hurt us. And do you still sort of balance and juggle your real estate company with your coaching company? Because you're, you're involved in both still, right? Yeah. So we're going to do probably... I think we did 253 deals last year. We'll probably... then that's a mix between wholesales and, and fix and flips. I think this year we're going to be a little bit off of that, maybe 10%. So we're going to probably do 220, 210, 230, somewhere in there. On Thursday mornings at 9.30, we have a meeting over Zooms with our management team. So I, I attend that. Today, it was only 45 minutes. I attend that when I'm around. Yeah. So I've, I put a great management team in place. And I probably work, I don't know, 38, 35 to 40 hours in my coaching business. And here's, here's something really interesting for entrepreneurs and want to be entrepreneurs is... For 47 years, I tried to make a bunch of money to prove my worth. I didn't know it because again, it was buried in my childhood programming, but it drove everything. It drove me to make five business mistakes that between 2013 and 2020 cost me nine, my, me and my partner, $9 million with an M. Since I've done the work and realized, you know what? I don't have to prove anything to anybody anymore. I've gotten my freedom. And what has that allowed me to do? It's allowed me to say, okay, now that I don't need to make a bunch of money, and I'm not like financially set that I don't need to work. That's not what I'm saying. I don't need to make money to prove my worth and find my happiness because I found it within. I now focus on making an impact. How can I help you? How can I help the listener? How can I help my coaching clients? And when you shift from trying to make money to prove your worth to make an impact, my net worth in the last two and a half years has jumped a factor of one, two, three, four, I don't know, over any other two-year period. When I wasn't focused on money, I was focused on really, truly helping people and making an impact. How do you do that? Having both the real estate business and coaching. I think coaching is a difficult profession because you care so much about your clients, the people you're helping. And, and in some ways, you sort of carry... It's like being in counseling or you know anything where you're carrying a little bit of the load for your clients because you're listening, you're understanding, you are part of their struggles. And um, of course, there's always those bright moments where people make huge progress, but it's hard work. I think what you do is extremely hard. I, I respect it so much. I think coaching is, is one of those things that is such a giving profession. And uh, But you're doing that. You also, of course, at the back of your mind, even if you don't spend a lot of hours doing it, you've got this real estate company as well. How do you maintain sort of your, your own mental health in light of all, all of the pressures? So I'm pretty sure that God put me on this planet. For 47 years, I was like, I'm doing real estate, but I never really had this overwhelming passion. It was always about money, 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 money to be happier, happier, happier and to prove my worth. Um, I think I was made for this. So I think what you were saying was like, how do you take on all these, these the burdens? And, and it's tough. I mean, the stories that I hear, oh my gosh, they, 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 as I'm saying this, they, 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 would, they truly want to make me cry. But on the flip side of that, like, I don't know. I'm just able to handle it because I know no matter what story they tell me, 
that if they just do the work and believe in the process, like their life is going to be forever changed in a profound way. So I really focus on that more than the, oh God, you know, I definitely give them compassion. And I think that's what a lot of people are missing. It's just like, hey, you had it really rough as a child. You may not have thought you did, but you really did. And they just want to hear like, oh my gosh, there's a reason. Every problem you have right now in your life is a thinking problem. And that thinking was thinking problem was created as a child. So whatever you're going through, it's not your fault. If you think you're a bad husband or a bad father, or you drink too much or you eat too much, none of it's your fault because you probably don't have an awareness. So back to your question, how do I balance it? I only spend an hour or two on the real estate company. We are doing very well financially. So I'm not worried about cash flow or anything like that. And I just, just, I, I just make an impact where I can. I just, this is how I live life now. Whatever comes at me, I don't ever have a bad day anymore. If my tire's flat, if, if I can't go play golf, if I get sick, everything is meant to happen for you and not to you. So when you live life that way, it's really hard to be stressed or, or upset or have a bad day. So that's, that's what I do. I just kind of take life as it comes and say, okay, this has happened for a reason. Let me get through it. And you're sharing your message with so many. I mean, tell us about your podcast because everyone listening now loves podcasts. I love podcasts. I listen to so many of them and uh, meet so many people through this podcast. Tell us a little bit about yours and the format, uh, why someone should listen because I'm sure people would want to listen in and learn more from you. Yeah, how to be happier for entrepreneurs. When you type in how to be happier in iTunes, it comes up first. It is a, it's a 30 minutes just packed with like, helpful, like useful information where you can find happiness as an entrepreneur. Really, anyone can listen to it. I just called it How to Be Happier because I had to... All the marketing consultants were saying niche down a little bit. But I'll either bring on clients or people who have had major life transformations and shifts, or I'll bring in the healers that are doing this work on, on a daily basis and hear what do they do? How is it different from what I do? And just I'd like to give actionable items to help people get out of their struggling and into this joy. We all deserve it. You deserve joy in your life. You deserve deeply connected relationships. You deserve to wake up every day and go to a job or a mission or whatever it is that you really love to do. And if you don't get up every day and do something, your purpose, one, it's hurting your happiness. But again, that's not your fault either because when you haven't dealt with the childhood programming issues, you spend most of your time in a fight or flight kind of state. And that's like the proverbial lion is chasing you. How can you ever figure out your life's purpose when you've got a lion chasing you? So what I do in my five-week program is I, I kill that lion or they kill the lion. I help them kill the lion so that they can take a deep breath, sit back and be like, oh my gosh, now I think this is why I was put here. So that's kind of... I, I strayed from the podcast, but the, the podcast is, is just for how to be happier for entrepreneur and it's packed with great information. And so you mentioned a five-week program. What's the format for your coaching? Is it mainly one-to-one or do you have any kind of group coaching or what's the modality that you find the most effective? It's a hybrid. And, and after, you know, uh, I think it's been over a year and a half since I took my first client and I just keep, it just keeps getting literally better by the day, by the week. So it's five one-hour Zoom sessions with me one of my tools in my toolkit is hypnosis. I'm a certified a hypnotherapist. So in week three, it's a two-hour hypnosis session. And you may be thinking hypnosis. Is that when I'm, I'm going to be like chasing around a mouse on stage? No, 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 no. It's just a deeply relaxed state so that you can access your subconscious mind where all those childhood programming are buried. Your subconscious mind right now knows the source of every problem you have in your life, but it's just buried in your subconscious mind. So it's five weeks, one-on-one, 
with myself or my partner, Yvonne. And then we have a group coaching. We call it a, a mastermind that's every Thursday at noon, Eastern Standard Time. Like today, we did this amazing exercise on breath work. The last week, we did an amazing exercise on you walking into your funeral and not knowing it's your funeral. What would you like everyone to say about you? The last session before that was like, what's your life's purpose and how to find your life's purpose? We actually put people into hypnosis and then went back to between the ages of six and like 11 and said, because if you can figure out what you really love doing as a kid, that's what you really love doing as an adult oftentimes. And that can be your purpose. So it's a combination of um, hypnosis and the five weeks in the group therapy. And I've, I've come, I've came up with this amazing tool called the joy regenerator, which is a way to process your emotions and get through conflict and in, in relationships so that you can regain your joy by just running through this process of how to deal with your emotions. Because any argument that you ever have is all is never about the actual situation. It's you going back to that place in your childhood where you felt a similar way and you're bringing that meaning into the current uh, situation. There's so many people out there that wish they could be you, right? Having a coaching business, they love helping others. They have a specialized knowledge or expertise in something that they that they love to teach and take people through coaching and and uh, you know a journey, truly like chapters in their life. And you do this now as a company for a living. What would you say to someone that right now still has a nine to five, working for someone else, doing something they're not really super passionate about, but they're paying the bills and they want to become a coach? What is something you would tell that person about the industry and ways to get started? I mean, this is going to sound self-serving and I promise you it's not because whether you work with me or not, all I want you to do is change your life. But all change begins with awareness. Start by taking the quiz at bradchandler.com and seeing where you stand. I bet you that if you're in a job you don't like, you might be in a marriage you don't like. You might be not eating properly and you'll probably score mild self-love or lack of self-love. So the number one thing is return yourself to the whole individual that you are. Notice I didn't say fix yourself because you don't need to be fixed. You need to return to the essence of who you are when you were born. Once you do that, everything becomes more clear. So this industry, it's crowded. There's a lot of people in any industry, right? A lot of people in this industry... And when I say this industry, I'm lumping in therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists, life coaches. A lot of them don't walk their talk. Why don't they walk their talk? It's not their fault. They haven't dealt with the childhood programming issues. So I hopefully will stand out as things go forward because I do walk my talk. I don't drink anymore. I don't smoke marijuana anymore. I'm in a fabulous relationship with Yvonne, my life partner and business partner now for a year. I have a business that runs itself. I have a fantastic relationship with my two kids. I've been a single dad for 12 years. I work out six out of seven days. I'm in the best shape of my life. So if you're going to get into it, just walk your talk. Don't go tell, teach people how to get to a place where you've never been. And unfortunately, so many people get into become psychologists or psychiatrists because they want to fix themselves. And then they never end up fixing themselves. And can they be good? I guess. I mean, some people can be good, you know, good. Tiger Woods coach may not have been the best golfer in the world, but I just think it's better. If in my life, if I'm going to go for eye surgery, or I'm going to go to transform something. I want the person to have already done it. That's such a good point. You, know, you often do see, see coaches who are training people who are somehow more like in sports, like you mentioned, an Olympic athletes coach may be pretty good at the sport, but never went to the Olympics themselves. It, it often is that way. But I'm, I'm of your mindset, I think. When you are taking your time and, and money to pay somebody to help you make a transformation, it's very useful when you see that that person is setting the example that you want to live yourself. So I, I do love hearing that you yourself 
first went through this transformation for your own life and that you are in such a good place. And, uh, and from there, you can help so many people and not just by example, but also by using all your skills and techniques. When did you become a hypnotherapist? Was that something that came about during before you did coaching or, or was it something that you took on because you wanted to coach people and needed these techniques? So I studied under this ex-Navy SEAL who took me through my transformation. He had his own process. And then I studied, I took a course through Gabor, Dr. Gabor Mate, who I referenced earlier. And then this is like my lifelong journey, right? I'm going to always be learning new stuff. I came across RTT. It's called Rapid Transformational Therapy. And it's a combination of NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, which is a lot of general therapy, and then hypnosis. And when I looked at the program, it was so similar to what I had gone through, but I didn't go through hypnosis. And so I just had an open mind because I was probably the guy too that thought, oh, hypnosis. I, I, I saw one hypnosis show when I was in community college and it was a stage thing and it was just funny, right? But when I did my research, I believe that hypnosis is one of the best tools on the planet because why? 95% of your daily behavior is driven by your subconscious mind. So you get up and you go to a job that you don't like. You come home, you fight with a spouse, you drink three glasses of wine, you eat the Ben and Jerry's. You don't even know why you're doing it. It's that 95% of the subconscious mind. And why is hypnosis so powerful and healing? It's because it allows you to get right to the subconscious mind. So that's why I picked it up. And it's, um, it has absolutely been far and away the best tool in my toolkit. It is, it is just incredible what happens at the end of these two-hour sessions. It's just almost every single person's like, oh my gosh, that was a lot. But oh, I feel like a weight was lifted off my chest. I feel lighter. I feel free. This is incredible. A lot of people, when they need help and they want to reach out, they ask themselves, who do I need? Do I need to go to a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a therapist, a counselor? or a coach. So what are sort of the differences between all those different avenues for help? And you chose coaching, right? You could have also said, hey, I'm going to go to school to get this degree or do this or do that and help people with that title. Is it all just in a name? And it really all just kind of at the end means the same thing. And, and the therapist or the coach or the counselor, everybody ends up using similar techniques. Of course, only the psychiatrist can prescribe medicines, right? But do you work sort of in conjunction with some of the other medical professionals? Or do you think that it really kind of is an either or decision for people? It's a really complicated question. It's a really great question. And I don't know that I have all the answers because I am not a fan of drugs. I'm not a fan of prescription medication, most prescription medication, including antidepressants and anti-anxieties, but they do have their place. So if someone's like so desperate and is in such a bad place that you can't even like talk to them or they're suicidal, there's a place for, for a psychiatrist. I can tell you that I've worked with people that had severe childhood trauma. I have worked with people who went through the psychiatry route, were in hospitals, were given medication, and they came to me and they weren't solved. And after working with me, their life has profoundly changed. So I'm not going to give anyone advice on whether they should come to me or a therapist or a psychologist or a psychiatrist. What I'm telling you is that no matter what you went through or what stage you're at, the process that I have cobbled together between RTT and Gabor Mate and the ex-Navy SEAL, it works. And I think, Flavia, that there are three critical components to changing any mental state, no matter where you go, whether you go to any of those people. And that is number the three R's, recognition. You've got to have an awareness of what are the thoughts and beliefs that are driving the behavior that you want to change. 
We do that through hypnosis because I think it's the best tool on the planet. You can use psychedelics. You can use other forms of, of things, but I think that's the number one. So recognition. Number two is now that you know you got to rewire the brain. How do you do that? You do that through a process called neuroplasticity, which is just a fancy word, fancy way of saying your brain, it's natural ability to regrow new neural pathways so that you can start thinking differently and acting differently. And then the third R is reinforce. Now that you have figured out the source of the problem and you're in the process of rewiring it, every day as these negative emotions come up, I give you this tool called the joy regenerator. Anyone can go download it at bradchannel.com forward slash joy. It will change your, your marriage and your, your relationships if you use it. So the reinforcing is just doing that on a daily basis, processing your emotions and staying in a state of curiosity. Why did what my spouse just do make me feel this way? Why am I drinking wine? Why does my employee bug me so much? Rather than fear and judgment, always go to curiosity and ask yourself why. Amazing. And I, I just love, I have to say, I have to break in and say that I love that one of those key people in your life that helped you make these like profound discoveries is a Navy SEAL. Because I think for a lot of people, they're not going to picture a Navy SEAL as being like some kind of monk, right? Or someone that, <laughs> that is so soul searching. But, um, and I, I should know, I, I live in San Diego, California, which is sort of home of a lot of Navy SEALs. And you know, <laughs> I can see them training because I live relatively close to a Navy base and see them jumping in the ocean, the whole thing. So I, I just, I love that part of it for sure. So how do people connect with you further? I mean, where, where do they go to learn more about you and what you teach and your coaching? And where do they find your podcast? Yeah, bradchandler.com is my website. And if you go to bradchandler.com forward slash contact, it has everything, even my cell phone number. If you need help, because I want to, don't you be able to reach me? It's got a, a button to schedule a call. It's got a link to our podcast. It's got the self-love quiz. I think it might even have the joy regenerator. If, it, if it's not, just go to bradchandler.com forward slash joy. So yeah, you can reach me there. Look, I'm, I just want you to know you deserve a life filled with joy and deep connections. And I'm not sitting here stumping that you've got to use Brad Chandler. There's other people out there. I know my process works. All I want you to do though is know that if you're suffering or struggling in any way, shape or form, there's a reason for it. It's not your fault. And there is a proven way to get out of it. And I would just urge you take the first step. You owe it to yourself. If you have kids, you owe it to them. Life is meant to be really beautiful and you were put here for a major purpose. Thank you, Brad. It's always so great to speak with you. I love what you do in the world. You help so many people. And for giving us your time today, we're eternally grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave a review on iTunes, I promise I will read every single review. If you know someone who makes a full-time living from part-time work, and maybe this is you, Please visit lifestylesolopreneur.com to nominate a guest or to nominate yourself. Because remember this, money doesn't buy happiness, but money in the hands of a happy person, there is no greater tool. Today's episode was brought to you by the Get Shift Done program. It's a lifestyle changing online class to help you define your business and lifestyle ambitions and to set goals in a way you've never experienced before. This class will 10X your daily productivity with methods that will blow your mind. And if you use the coupon code podcast, the class tuition is 99% off. Visit GetShiftDone.com to enroll today.